the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. It is hump day, and you know what? We are humping our way over to uh, the weekend here on tonight's Andrea K. Show, and I'm hoping our weekend's going to get a little bit warmer here in San Diego. It's freezing right here, but I don't think it's as cold in San Diego as it is over in Arizona. I heard it's snowing over in Arizona. In fact, there's quite a storm uh, brewing across the country right now. I think I heard something like 200 flights have been canceled. There's actually a blizzard. Yes. The B word has been mentioned. Oh, excuse me. I'm getting hiccups. Uh, the, the blizzard word was mentioned in terms of, uh, this coming weekend, uh, coming week. Yeah. I think the weekend up in the mountains here in California, but I heard there was actually snow happening on the ground in Arizona. And I happen to know a zoni. Uh, who joins me tonight, Dave Elhoff, Financial Thought Doctor. Glad to have you back with us tonight, my man. Hey, Dynamite. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Is it snowing over there in Zoni? Well, it isn't in Phoenix, but in Flagstaff. They've had a record year of snow. A record year. And it's snowing up there, and the freeway is frozen up there, the 17 going up to Flagstaff. And all that. And I've never seen so much. I mean, I've heard about Arizona and how wonderful it is and all that. But it is freaking cold right now. <laughs> the wind is blowing. You know, we got up to 50 mile an hour wind bursts and stuff like that. It was going crazy. You know what? I don't think I want to hear this from you, man. I mean, t- you're a Navy aviator, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Fighting meadows. What, what do we, maybe you need to pull out your flight suit, you know, to remind yourself of or some toughness, man. Or maybe change his name man. to Snowy Meadows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Snowflake Meadows. It's not here. It's not here. It's, it's brief interruptions of what they usually have here. But i tell you. I got to tell you something. I was thinking today, Andrea, and talking about, and I figured out who's in the White House. Uh, Yeah, who? George Costanza. (laughs) (laughs) And what I'm praying for is that he has his opposite day coming any day. That's a great Seinfeld <laughs> reference, but also I think he just kind of insulted George Costanza. <laughs> um, what's your favorite Costanza moment, Skins? 
I know oh, wow, there are so that... many. I don't know if I could choose one on the spot. He's hilarious. Anytime he's talking to Steinbrenner. Oh, I, mine was Vandalay Industries when he's in yes, the bathroom yes. and he's been using he's been using Seinfeld's phone <laughs> and he comes running out of the bathroom. Vandalay Industries, Vandalay. <laughs> if y'all mine haven't is, seen that, mine is his opposite day. <laughs> okay, tell everybody what tell everybody what the opposite day was. He says everything I do is absolutely wrong, so I'm going to do something opposite. I'm going to do absolutely opposite. So he announces that to Jerry and the group and a gal comes up and instead of saying, hi, how are you? I'd like to meet you. He goes, I don't want anything to do with you. And suddenly she wants to meet <laughs> So he goes through the whole day doing opposite and it turns out perfect. I think both of you would agree. One of the best written comedy shows of all time. Absolutely hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Um, And that's why when I'm I'm talking about George's in the White House, if he'd start doing everything opposite of what he's doing, we'd be okay. Right. Well, it's it's true because you know what he is. What he's doing is absolutely everything opposite of what Trump did. I mean, immediately day one, immediately day one by lifting the, you know, shutting off the Keystone Pipeline and lifting the sanctions on Russia. I mean, just, you know, and on and on and on. So, yeah. Um, All right. So, Andrea, I, I tell you, the biggest thing that scares me now is that Russia and China know he's a buffoon. Oh, yeah, totally. Let's go right from there. They know he's a buffoon. He doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, you heard his talk to Poland this week. And oh. I, what I could what I could understand of it, one of the speeches was woody booty boo. I have no idea what he was talking about. And then he was talking today about the fendalization of NATO. I, I don't know. Um um, and, and there was a, there was a time where some people maybe made ourselves feel a little bit better that he's not really running the country. Somebody else is, but you know, he is, he, he is the occupant of the Oval Office and he does have an impact whether or not he's making any of the, any of the, the big decisions behind the scenes. And, um, he's basically a rubber stamp for the far left communist in our country. And it's really scary. I mean, I haven't had you on since the balloons, right? I mean, uh, you know, they let, they let a, a China surveillance balloon enter our airspace and hover and go back and forth over our military installations to surveil us. Your thoughts. It was totally ridiculous. Trump would have had it shot down over the illusion. And yeah. it's been done, you know, and this guy, you know, they hit it for a week that it was coming. And yeah. people were able to see it in the middle of America. What is wrong with them? Yeah, I don't get it. And then they wait until I mean, it's out over the Atlantic Ocean before they shut that for they shoot it down. So what's the point then? So you yeah, waited exactly. until after they were able to like go ahead and save all the all the surveillance they got from us and secure it on their servers, and then you just did them a favor by shutting it, knocking it down. Yes, totally. I, yeah, I, and I tell you what, you know, most of the technology I, I've been researching, and most of the technology that the Chinese is Russian. They've stolen from us. Mm-hmm. 
They're ahead of us. They have the hypersonic missiles already, ready to go. They have the supersonic missiles going to kill our country and our ships, our carriers. They have that already. We're behind them on that, even though, and the reason why we're behind them on that, because we said, okay, we're not going to press forward on this because we're going to show we're nice people. And Mm -hmm. that way they're not going to go and press forward. Well, what do they do? Putin presses forward. China presses forward. Listen, folks, this is talking about what I'm talking about is China and Russia. They don't want to take second place to the United States of America. They don't like us. They have never liked us. And they're coming after us. In a variety of different ways. I've got a little story to share about, uh, well, I mean, an update. I mean, they've been buying up our farmland around the country. Christy Nome's trying to stop it. Um, there's so many different ways, I mean, they're, they're in which they've been taking us over from within. Um, we've got a, a Chinese company that's been running 30 of our election centers. Uh, we know that China was allowed to steal the identities of 40,000 uh, government service uh, GSA workers back during the Obama administration. Nothing was done. They've been stealing our data, stealing all of our intellectual property, and nothing's been done um, because, you know, um, the, for many reasons, only one of which is that the current occupant of the White House is corrupt and, and, and cooked up business deals for his son with China. But economically, let's get into some domestic politics. We're talking to Dave Elhoff, the financial thought doctor. And I sent you an article today because I thought, finally here, finally, Dave Elhoff. Joe Biden has come up with a solution for all of our economic ills. He has decided, listen up, America, y'all gonna love this. He has decided that he is going to go after these evil hotel resorts that are charging resort fees. He's going to put an end to the resort fees, Dave Elhoff. I'm sure right now that people can't afford a carton of eggs are going, thank you, Joe Biden, for solving the great economic dilemma I'm faced today as a single mother. Listen, the hotel and the hospitality interests have taken the biggest hit of yes. any area due to COVID, which was that stupid policy to shut everything down, which yep. we now know was the devastating thing of America today. And that was the stupidest thing anyone could conceive of. And it's been proven now, and we're paying for it now. And I'll tell you what, the hospitality industry was the worst hit when they shut down everything and they took a deep dive and they're hurting we had these fees before covid it doesn't have anything to do with our economic struggles today but i'll tell you what you know if you stop and think about the hospitality fees if you want to have to go to the weight room you want to go to the spa you want to have these Wi-Fi's and all this other stuff. Okay, if you don't want that stuff, go to Motel Six. 
Well, yeah. I mean, it, this is just, it's, it's silly. It's trite. It doesn't address the, it, it's, it, it's the perfect thing for the Democrats to, to, to trot out because it doesn't really benefit anybody. It's just a way for them, um, to act like they care. It's a way to demonize corporations, right? It's a way to, uh, seize control over, most importantly, it's a way to continue to try to seize government control over businesses with regulations. Trying to tell a business what they can charge their customers. Right. Um, you know, what we what we need is the U.S. government to stay out of our our markets, to stay out of it's supposed to be free enterprise. It's supposed to be a free market. If they stayed out of it, why are prices going up everywhere because of government intervention? That's what's causing prices to go up everywhere. And the solution is not to have government intervention and come in and seize control. Prices are going up because of government intervention. And the hospitality industry was all but destroyed with your right with these COVID crackdowns because you had governor like Mussolini decide that he wants to shut down hotels because that's a great way for him to the excuse was COVID and then they could put homeless people in hotels. Right. That's what that was all about. Well, yeah, they did in Orange County. That's what they did with Hobo Jungle in Santa Ana because they and, and Gavin Newsom admitted it. He was asked, look, did this COVID, did COVID give you the opportunity to, to get some programs going that you couldn't do before? And he said, yeah, absolutely. So he shuts down restaurants and hotels because then they're desperate, right? So if government wants to come in and use their restaurant to feed homeless people or whatever. They're like, OK, I'll take the government money, right? So it's just it's just a racket. Um, Skins oh, had something he wanted to he wanted to bring up to you. Skins, what did you want to talk to sure. Elhoff about? Well, it's interesting because we've talked about it with Elhoff before about how they're pushing people, you know, out of and they want to be basically turn us into a cashless society. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's going to come from a digital currency. And so I found this Elhoff today. I thought it would be right up your alley. You know, what type of chances has it getting through Congress? But Tom Emmer has apparently unveiled a bill to ban the Fed from issuing any kind of government-controlled digital currency. What do you got to say to that? Here's what I have to say. The Fed wants to have control of all your money, folks. Yeah. It's the four rules of financial institutions, the Fed, the government. The four rules are this. They want your money. They want it now. They want you to keep giving it back to them in different ways. And once they have your money, they want to control it as long as possible. And then when it's time to give it back to you, maybe they'll give it back to you in dribbles. So that's what happens. And the Fed is the culprit here. It's not well, yeah, and especially, let me jump in, when, when let me jump in, because especially when you're talking about control, if they can move us to a digital concert, digital currency, they can have it be their digital currency, not any other form of it, and then with currency all becomes all, ultimately it will all be digital, and then our lives will be ultimately controlled, not just our money, because then it will be a situation like China to where you've got your footprint on your phone, it includes your currency and your ability to to buy and they're going to be evaluating you on your social media and social credit score as to whether or not you're going to be able to use that digital currency and buy anything. That's ultimately where we're going. Well, they're, they're trying to get control of the money. Yeah. It's referred to as the great reset. 
Yes. You know, yeah. when the, the government moved off gold and went into the Federal Reserve situation, that was a reset. Now they're trying to reset the reset. And that's what's taking place. And they, folks, traditional financial planning, what I'm talking about is everything focused towards the Great Reset. Think of the trillion of dollars that are in 401ks, IRAs. They want that money. Eventually, you're going to pay it. And they're going to control how much they're going to get when you decide to really start to tap those resources. That is what their control is about. You can go on the Internet all day long and talk about how the government wants to get at your assets, the IRAs, the 401ks. Those are government-controlled assets, trillions of dollars that you think you have saved up and you're going to benefit from, but they're going to be determining how much of it you're going to be able to participate and actually grow. So you accumulate a ton of money, but after you take out taxes, inflation, and all the other factors, regulations, and everything else that takes place, your spending power is going to go down because the Mm -hmm. government wants theirs. What can you do about it? How can you help people? Well, I can tell you there are strategies out there to help them. And and the problem is you got to have a conversation. you got to look at what you're doing because most of the time if you're following traditional financial planning, you're going to find yourself at a weakness when it's time for you to enjoy that wealth that you've accumulated. And what I mean by that, folks, is this, is that you need to know all the eroding factors that are taking place because what I call that is silo investing. You put it in a silo. However, there's some thief that's going to take much of it out of you before yeah. you get it. My phone number is 619-548-0965 or go to financialthoughtdoctor.com. Spelled out all the way across, lowercase, no problem, financialthoughtdoctor.com, 619-548-0965. Stay, stay warm over there in Zony, man. Stay warm. <laughs> you you. You Peace to you, you Snowy later. Meadows. Oh, it's a bit nippy there today. All right, Snowflake Meadows. We'll talk at you next week. Stay dry. <laughs> All right, bye. All right. <laughs> bye now. All right, you guys stay tuned. We've got a we actually have a quite the fun story about the view to share with you guys. Don't we skins? We laughed at this story today. Stay tuned. of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. AK, Dynamite in a Dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. <laughs> 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. There's something about this story just had me giggling so much. <laughs> I can't decide in this story, Skins, who comes across as the bigger idiot, Joy Behar or Liam Neeson. Hey, right? hey, hey, okay. don't talk about my man Liam not like that. <laughs> oh I love God. him. Okay, well, here's what happened. Okay, so he gets invited to go on The View. I guess he's got a new movie coming out. I'm sure it involves somebody being kidnapped and it's actually a detective. If they're promoting the movie, I think they are. It's a detective noir story called Marlowe. Oh, okay. Oh, well, aren't you the Liam Neeson fan? Oh, you know, I'm a, a huge com- Liam Neeson fan. Okay, well then, <laughs> you may not like some of the comments <laughs> I'm about to make here. So, Liam Neeson, first of all. Dumb move that he goes on the view. Okay. But he, but he, he, he decides he's going to go on the view and he may not have even had the, the you know, the choice in that. Cause when they have to do these press, you know, junkets, sometimes to promote they're a just movie, booked. Sometimes they're just booked and they got to go where the, where the money, you know, makes them go to promote the movie. Oh, excuse me. Sorry guys. I'm still recovering and I'm, and, and I'm wiped out. So he goes, um, so he goes on the view and he was, and, um, and he's sitting there and here, here's how he describes it. He's like, I'm in my dressing room and is, in his, is he Scottish or Irish? You know, with his brogue. I can he's just Irish. hear him saying this. I'm in my dressing room drinking a cup of tea. I turned the TV up and I thought, Oh, this is going to be great. They're talking about gun violence in America. And I agree that it's an American problem. Like, it's like he just can't wait to get out there and bust us Americans for our, you know, second amendment love, even though he's never been in a movie that didn't have, you know, guns as the central part I always of it, find except, stuff like that hilarious right so so he's all excited to go out there and then he goes on out there um to join them during the break and then i'm so sorry i you know i'm i'm, I'm already how am i bored with my own story well story i think you're bored you also said moments ago which people know you get hungry mid-show you are hungry I am very hungry. I am. So then the segment starts and they, I guess they ran a package showing all these clips of Joy Behar talking about how, what her, about how she's got a crush and has always had a crush on, on Liam Neeson. And it it includes her talking about how the movie Taken got her sexually aroused. So they had, and let me tell you, I have family that has go, have gone to tapings of The View. Everything about the show was scripted. So this was planned. The producers of the show planned to do this whole thing on Liam Neeson, bring him out there to promote his movie, and have it be all about, isn't it cute that Joy Behar has a crush on Liam Neeson, and her, oh, her fantasy, this package, and her talking about how she's got a fantasy of being taken by Liam Neeson. Let me guess, well, Liam, it didn't come off well. It, Liam Neeson was not amused. Liam Neeson referred to it as, um, oh, during the show, co-host Elisa Griffin tells Neeson, Joy wants to get taken by you. <laughs> um, oh, that hit the ground. I didn't like think he got safe. this uncomfortable. Oh, that joke, that joke hit the ground like a safe. Okay. Liam Neeson was not amused at all. Um, he went on to say at some point that, um, he was shocked by the, uh, he referred to it as like 13 year old crap. Um, it, you know, how did he put it? He said, and then our segment starts and it's just all this BS, um, with Joy and Lee, uh, and Liam Neeson with the crush. He goes, I've known Whoopi for years and Joy a little bit. I just wasn't impressed. He says, <laughs> I'm uncomfortable in these situations, you know? Um, he's like, um, oh, she had said at one point, I would like to have my ashes 
sprinkled over Liam Neeson. Um, just really, he told, he told Rolling Stone later, he said that, um, that it was like 13, 14 year old crush stuff. It was just embarrassing. So, yeah, it sounds um, super he, immature. Well, yeah. And to me, it's, it just, it, it, you know, I'm embarrassed for everybody here. I'm, I, I literally am because this is so cringe. She is in her seventies. I don't want to hear any woman talking in this way that you're, first of all, that you got sexually aroused by a movie where a man rescues his daughter who has been kidnapped and sold into sexual slavery. So not professional really? in any way. Just gross. Absolutely. Cr- I don't want to hear any 70, 70 year old woman, by the way, talking about sex. Sorry. There I said it. You, I don't, I, I, can you imagine if, if, if this is, this to me is more cringy and grosser to put him on the spot like that. This to me is like, imagine Howard Stern doing this. Would any, would, would the, would the women out there be amused? Think, think about it, but think, think if this, the, if the, if the sexes were reversed. Think about if the sexes were reversed. What would people be saying today? About a, about a bunch of men that had decided to put a female guest on the show in that situation. Talking about, talking about sex like that. How was that? How was that acceptable? I don't see, I don't see how that's acceptable. But then I got to bust Liam Neeson for the fact that why did he think he was going on the show? He's there to promote a movie. What is he doing going on there? You know, if you're going to go on The View, did he, has he never seen the show? Yeah, and, he, and I'm always, when never you hear certain things show, come off like this and it happens not, from time to time, if I were a celebrity, I would do my homework. I'd want to know where, what show I was going on. Right. I mean, you're going on The View, man. Nobody's bringing you on there. You're not going to the United Nations, okay? You're not hosting a roundtable of, of world leaders, right? Well, it's also different if you're just anything. going on a typical one-on-one you're, late-night talk show. It's not the same. Right, man, ain't nobody, there's nobody who thinks when it comes to politics and what the problems are in this country, we need to solve it. I know, let's talk to Liam Neeson, okay? Get over yourself, man. You're a one-trick pony. You've got one storyline that works for you. You do it well. Hey, Stick with your strengths. Stick with your strengths, Liam Neeson. It's rescuing kidnapped people. That's it, okay? Rant over. I'm going to take a break. We come back. Speaking of ranting, a lot of ranting going on about Ron DeSantis, and it's not just wackies on the MSNBC like Joy Reid. What did uh, Mike Pence have to say about Mike about uh, Ron DeSantis? Stay tuned. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I mentioned earlier about uh, Christy Noem. Before we get into DeSantis and everybody attacking DeSantis, you know, you know, you're the one to beat in some senses when, or or, or at least you're a rising star when you're the one that everybody's attacking. So we're going to get into DeSantis in a moment. Um, but I did want to mention something uh, or follow up on something I mentioned earlier about Christy Noem. Um, you know, China taking us over from within in one way they're doing that is or t- attempting to do that is buying up our farmland. Well, Republican South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem tried to block China from buying up farmland um, with a plan to um, we've got she wanted to do a state level version of something uh, that we have called a committee on foreign investment in the United States. CFUS. Um, and, or she wanted to set up a state version of that 
in order to curtail Chinese entities from buying agricultural land. She had a proposal to do it. It was Senate Bill 185, which would have granted her the power to unilaterally veto any purchase reviewed by this panel. So the idea was set up a state-level version of this panel, and then who would review foreign entities buying farmland. If they decided to approve something she didn't like, she could veto it. And it was actually the bill's opponents were actually Republican state senators. And I think that there should be a national moratorium, quite frankly, on Chinese companies buying up our farmland. I just don't think that should be happening in the United States at all. And certainly a a Republican governor should have the right to veto that, in my opinion. Hat tip to her um, to try to stop this. She cited North Dakota where a Chinese entity had bought up land next to an Air Force base purportedly to grow corn when there was no ability to grow corn and no corn plant there. So um, hat tip to her for trying to do something smart uh, that was in, uh, to protect our national security. Um, all right, getting into DeSantis, another governor. He is the one to beat um, in terms of... Um, I don't know if I would say he's the one to beat. Trump right now is is the is the de facto leader. I think I think it's Trump's nomination to beat. I think he is. I think when I talk about the one to beat, I do mean that. I think it's in the sense of the left is going after him. The, so many in the Uniparty are going after him because at a governor level, he is he is the, he is right now. He's the biggest threat to woke in this country. He's the biggest threat to, and because he's the biggest threat to woke in this country, I think in some ways right now, he's the biggest threat to the uniparty system in this country. And that makes him, and so I think he's the biggest threat right now, taking out the 2020, I don't mean in the sense of 2024. Here's what Joy Reid had to say to, uh, about him yesterday, and I think it'll prove why he's the biggest threat to woke in this country and the greatest asset to our freedoms and our future. Skins, if you could play the clip last night from Joy Reid. DeSantis is determined to stamp out intellectual freedom. And that is by replacing a multitude of ideas with the one idea he holds dear, the centrality of white Christian thought. And who, let's be clear, is using woke to mean any notion that brown, black, LGBTQ people and women are citizens rather than subjects. Oh, that's you nailed it, Joy Reid. You nailed it, Joy Reid. What he's about, he Ron DeSantis has has defined woke as in his mind, woke is or what woke is about for Ron DeSantis is any brown person, black person or woman with an opinion. It's 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 any black or brown or a woman to be treated like an American citizen. I mean, does that kind of hyperbolic nonsense? Does that resonate with anybody? Absolutely not. That kind of hysterical nonsense is only going to play to the far left. So I don't have a problem with Joy Reid saying that kind of insanity because there's absolutely nobody with a modicum. The only, the only anybody that, that resonates with is like I posted a meme on my Facebook and it's a, of a woman with tattoos on her forehead and these big bug glasses. And it says, this is the last thing a, a cricket protein burger sees before it gets eaten. <laughs> Those are the only people that buy into this nonsense, okay? The rest of us, the average American knows what woke is and understands that woke is a a far-left communist ideology 
that seeks to demonize traditional America and Judeo-Christian principles and values to try to trash it, to try to label us all as bigots, to try to destroy the fabric of this nation. Using at, at using the tactic of attacking uh, of attacking children in this country, with pornography, and with transing, in order to transform ultimately transform the culture. That's what woke is about. That's what woke is about, and it's very clear what woke is about, and it's very clear that uh, that is not something that it, that that's what's fringe in this country. The left wants to make you think that that's normal. That that's mainstream, that what the left wants, the drag queens, you know, grown men gyrating in front of little children in, in G strings is normal and that that's okay. And that the average American is okay with it. And that's not true. The average, the reason why DeSantis is such a threat to them and why they're going after him to the degree that they are is because they know that it does what they want doesn't play with the average American. So, so it's, it's a real head scratcher for me, or maybe it shouldn't be that Mike Pence decided to pile on with DeSantis. We all know, and here's, an, here's, before I play the, the, the Mike Pence clip, here's how you can know that what I said is true, that this woke nonsense that the left is pushing is not playing with the average American. It's the way Disney stock has, has, has tanked. It's the way Disney profits has gone down as American people have turned away, maybe not necessarily from the amusement parks, but from away the movies, uh, away from the movies and the other products that Disney's hustling. But here's what Mike Pence had to say about DeSantis. Please play clip six. Well, I, I would say to you two things. Number one is I fully supported uh, Florida's initiative to protect kids and protect parental rights. I was just in Iowa last week where literally there's a school, the Linmar Community School, uh, will allow a student right. to get a gender transition plan without parental notification or approval. Right. So we, I, I fully support what Florida did about protecting kids under the third grade. But I, I, I have concerns right. about I mean, the follow-on. Look, Disney stepped into right. the fray. They lost. Uh, but then they, but they the became idea of going became after their taxing authority, right. I, you know, I... That was that was beyond the scope of what I, as a conservative, limited government Republican, would be prepared to do. Mike Pence. First of all, there's nobody who thinks that you're a limited scope of government conservative because you were the one at the, that was the head of the COVID task force. And you continue to hold meetings with fraud Fauci past the election in 2020. Going into January in 2021, you were still holding meetings with that man who was the most prolific serial killer in the world, who denied proven therapeutics and kept sick people in their homes until they were on death's door so that they would then be forced under remdesivir and ventilators and, and, and uh, in order to line his pockets and give him more power. That's what you did, Mike Pence. You enabled America's Goebbels. That's what you did. Or Mangala, Joseph Mangala. That's what you did, Mike Pence. So don't talk to me about you being any kind of limited government conservative. There's nothing about limited government. I mean, how, do, how can you even say that? How can Mike Pence, the man who sat there and went along with healthy people being forced into their homes, the American people being forced to be injected with poison, pregnant women being forced to be injected, the forced masking, the seizures of businesses, and yet he wants to sit and talk about how he's a limited government conservative? No. Second of all, limited government 
is at play here. Disney, Disney should not be, um, you know, there's nothing, how do I say this? Disney was given a sweetheart deal that should have been revoked a long time ago, if ever given in the first place. We should not have a corporation controlling its own government as a as a or part of a state as its own government shouldn't be happening shouldn't be happening you want to give you want to give a corporation you want to give industries tax breaks in order to make your state family friendly uh, uh business friendly because it helps uh create jobs and helps create economic growth fine but what was going on with disney in florida was they were basically they were basically running their own little government and their own little fiefdom and that should have stopped a long time ago and it would have continued and 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 Ron DeSantis did the right thing when he stepped in and said, "No. You're not going you're not going to step in and try to control what I do as governor and try to get in, in 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 between parents and children in schools and try to shove this kind of nasty pedophilia crap in our schools. You're not going to get in and CRT, you're not going to get involved in this. No. You're, 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 we're going to separate you from any power going on and any, any, any power involving anything related with our government. That was the right move that he made. And speaking of moves, I'm going to take a break. We come back. Final segment on tonight's Andrea K. Show. Don't go anywhere. Andrea K., the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. That's my quiet storm voice, like if I was a musical DJ, because I got my throat is just screaming at me, y'all. I have been talking to the Andrea K. Show. Caller, you're up. Yes, caller, you're on the hair. You're on the hair. (laughs) Hey, you guys are going to definitely want to stay tuned. uh, Tune in tomorrow night because our first of a few Iron Mountain giveaways is tomorrow night. That's right. You get to go. If you, if you win, we got a giveaway for a $50 gift certificate to Iron Mountain tomorrow night. My favorite store on the planet. If you are lucky enough to win it, you can go and use that $50 gift certificate to get some of the best gear anywhere from Carhartt and Browning and Filson, from work clothes to accessories to knives. It, it just, it just, it, it, the options are just endless for amazing things that you could get your loved ones with this $50, using this $50 gift certificate. Uh, you're going to have to listen tomorrow. Listen to win it. You can't, you can't win it if you ain't listening tomorrow night, 6 to 8 p.m. So definitely tune in. Uh, for the details on how to win that. And we're going to make it super easy. No games here because this is how much we love you. We want to help you enjoy the best gear possible from Iron Mountain Outfitters. All right. So we were talking about Ron DeSantis and how he's, <clears throat> he is the one under attack. And that's because he has been so successful in stopping the real Trojan horse that's meant, that is the cultural Marxist tactic to destroy this nation. And that's wokeism, particularly anything related to children. And that involves the prong of the LBGTQ as well as the CRT. Um, here is Andrea Mitchell uh, issuing an apology and related to some comments that she made about DeSantis. Clip three. And a postscript. In my interview last Friday with Vice President Harris, I was imprecise in summarizing Governor DeSantis's position about teaching slavery in schools. 
Governor DeSantis is not opposed to teaching the fact of slavery in schools, but he has opposed the teaching of an African-American studies curriculum, as well as the use of some authors and source materials that historians and teachers say makes it all but impossible for students to understand the broader historic and political context behind slavery and its aftermath in the years since. Andrea, Andrea, Andrea. May I call you Andrea since we share the same name? Sister friend, I think you need to issue another apology because the entire point of Ron DeSantis not wanting to teach these, quote, curriculums is because they're not curriculums. They are indoctrination tools to corrupt the minds of little kids and these specific curriculums that you're talking about, the context you're right about one thing. That is entirely the point. And the context of what they're trying to do and shove into the brains of little children is that black kids don't have any future in this country because America is evil and systemically racist and no good. And white kids are bad because they're inherently bad for being white. That in a nutshell is the context of the curriculum that they're trying to shove on children and hat tip to Ron DeSantis for putting a stop to it. It shouldn't be taught anywhere at any time, any place it, 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 in, in, in modern society. It is inherently evil and discriminatory. Yeah, there's nobody been and, uh, on the front lines and as forceful at pushing back against that than Ron DeSantis. He's been great. Right. And so, and it's one of the reasons why I'm glad he's in the race. And I really, one of the reasons why I really want the bickering between, I really want Trump to stop attacking him because I, I disagree with some conservatives who say they don't want a Trump Ron DeSantis ticket, that Ron DeSantis needs to stay as governor of Florida. Look, Ron DeSantis cannot be governor of Florida for life. Okay. Somebody else needs to start getting, um, we got to have a deeper bench, Andrea. We got to have a deeper bench. Somebody's got to be preparing to take over for DeSantis at some point, right? And I would really like to see a Trump DeSantis ticket in 2024. I think that would be the winner. I think that's the strongest ticket we could have. I think absolutely the strongest ticket we could have. I'm loving Trump is reminding everybody today in East Palestine, Ohio, of the greatness of him, his heart, who he really is. It's a flashback to to the early days of MAGA. And and it's just it. And and it is a reminder. And it reminded me of that today. And I got to remind y'all. Tune in every night of the week, 6 to 8 p.m., right here on The Answer San Diego. Download by podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Don't forget our 24-hour caller caller line, 844-814-5227. See you tomorrow night. Love you all. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.